0: the Hippocratic Oath I swear before my gods, my ancestors my teachers, my fellow healers and apprentices, and by all the arts and knowledge I was privileged to learn that I will stand by these words I will love those who taught me these arts as I love my parents and I will offer my skills to the young with the same generosity that they were given to me and I will never ask them for gold, but demand that they stand by this covenant in return I also swear that if I earn fame and wealth I will share it with my masters and my students. I will soothe the pain of anyone who needs my art, and if I don't know how, I will seek the counsel of my teachers. I will offer those who suffer all my attention, my science and my love. Never will I betray them or risk their well-being to satisfy my vanity. I will not hurt my fellow or put a knife to his flesh if I don't know how or give him an herb to soothe his pain, even if he begs for it in anguish, if it might take away his breath. I will never harm my suffering friend, because life is sacred, from the tender fruit that he once was in his mother's womb, to that first sigh he gave out between her legs when he opened his eyes to the world. I will try to understand his sorrows, but his secrets will never leave my ears. Under no circumstance I will use his body to advance my knowledge or my fame, unless in his last moment he or his widow give me his corpse, so that his death may help me understand how to soothe another's pain." I pray that the attention I give to those who put themselves in my hands be rewarded with happiness, and in honor of the knowledge I have received from my teachers, I swear to care for anyone who suffers, prince or slave. If I ever break this oath, let my gods take away my knowledge of this art and my own health. Here speaks a citizen, a servant of people. May I be destroyed if I betray these words. Welcome to Hyperborean Radio. And it is important for us to note, neither of us are doctors or medical professionals of any kind. So, of course, we're going to be talking about things from folkloric, historical, all these sorts of things. But, as always, legal disclaimer, we are not medical professionals. Correct.
1: Last time I checked, not a medical professional.
0: I mean, we could have some kind of very interesting amnesia, but I highly doubt it. Right. (laughs) So, yeah, we'd like to welcome all the dirty heathens
1: here to... uh... Talkie time. So, uh, it's actually a really big subject. And as usual, we'll barely scratch the
0: surface. In short, our priests have failed us. Yes. And here at Hyperborean Radio, we have continuously pointed out that priests within the pagan or Hyperborean ethnic faith, they're not just sacred men beating a drum and getting sage smoke all over the place to get you high. They actually do the work of their or God on earth. And right. the priests of the universalist religions, whether Christian or Buddhist, they are doing the work of their God on earth. But their God just wants butts and seats. Our gods actually expect us to do stuff. So if you're. There's a level of responsibility there.
1: Yes. They, they, they lay responsibility at, at
0: our own feet and see what we do with it. Especially those that are descended of the God themselves, mm-hmm. like a lot of the members of the cult of Asclepius, who is the God who. Whose symbol we used to use for the medical symbol, it's still used occasionally. It's the one pole with a snake wrapped around it. A single snake. If it's a winged staff with two snakes, that is the magic wand of Hermes, who is the god of thieves and merchants, who replaced Asclepius, effectively, as the patron god of medicine. Which involves a term that we've all heard, the medical industry. Yes. Not to be confused with the medical arts, the medical sciences, or the sacred healing. Just medicine. Yeah medicine has many many connotations to it
1: before we get going i forgot we have to do the self plugs we want to thank all of our patreons because
0: you guys are helping us actually do stuff that we couldn't otherwise do yes we also love the interaction thank you to all the very interactive patreons and thank you to our newest patreon uh afibjorn yes Thanks. and
1: anybody that buys our stickers or you guys uh, helps way more than than you guys could know it helps us do more and a little better yes a- and with your help we'll do better and better so I think that's all the self
0: plugs at the moment yes, support hyperborean radio yeah you can buy also our stuff yes, you can also buy us a coffee or buy us a book on buy me a coffee right. But the main topic we're talking about here is basically compare and contrast traditional Hyperborean ethnic faith, medical professionals, medicine, holy men, whatever, with the modern kind of mess that has right. occurred. Oh, and some of the misconceptions
1: like the you used to stub your toe and die, get a scratch
0: and die. That was no, no. We even have it in the mythology like Nuada, Tyr, Othin. All these gods have had body parts removed. And they're fine. Some of them even got their arms back. There's archaeological evidence, not of
1: people getting their arms back, but archaeological evidence of people long ago, you know, during this time when you'd stub a toe and die of gangrene or something, getting wounds and wars and surviving. And they know that they survived because the bones healed.
0: Well, I mean, the cult of Asclepius. One of the traditional gifts that people would uh, give as thanks is just a sculpture of the body part they healed. And some of them would get really specific, like if the cataract was cut out, or if there was a blockage in the ear that gave them their hearing back, they'd get an ear. Yeah, or wrap an your eye. mind around that. How?
1: Well, you see, way back when they couldn't do anything about cataracts. No, they was doing these surgeries thousands of years ago. and Greece and Egypt. I think they found some stuff in Rome
0: and even found a couple implements in the north. Oh, yeah. For
1: removing cataracts.
0: Oh, yeah. And the thing is, is it wasn't... It didn't disappear in the medieval era. There's entire heroes that have, like, one arm. Like, uh, I forget his... Forget his full name. His name is Guts. And, yes, he was part of the inspiration for the Guts from the Berserk manga. But he was... He lost his arm... And uh, he got like a uh, gauntlet replacement. I mean, it didn't it wasn't like a fully functioning well, prosthetic bone,
1: some that are operational by uh, by springs. But that's more a mechanical end of it rather than the healing end of it. But the guy had to survive the amputation.
0: Oh, yeah. And amputations. Yeah, they were more common than they are now. But well, were they? Were they? Because right now we got a lot of people missing limbs. Oh yeah, and so, every time you uh, see someone with an interesting metal yes. leg, you got to chase after them.
1: Yeah, and I've seen a surprising amount of people missing a limb, more than what you'd think if our medical science is so much more advanced than what it once was. And yes, there is that whole period of time with the uh, what wh- humors, the humors, and the, uh,
0: that was Christian nonsense. Yeah. Well, and here's the that thing. Those culty bullshit well and it was very loosely based off something a greek guy said but here's the thing is just because something's old doesn't mean the person was taken seriously or had a point there are like pythagoras pythagoras was the he was crazy as a sack of cats yeah and everybody knew it everybody was like this guy's nuts but he was like popular with some people it's like the crazy gurus that are that have like rock stars following them it's like scientology yeah got plenty of famous people doing it doesn't mean people treat scientologists seriously
1: well and there's all kinds of uh, of accounts not just of people getting like stabbed in the legs and surviving that or peeled in the head and but even run right through with spears and swords and recovering from from the injuries so this modern thing that's put on old medicine is not accurate well what about anesthesia and and um painkillers
0: no we've had those for a very long time too well it was even mentioned in the hippocratic oath which is one translate one of the many translations of the older hippocratic oaths that we have examples of i will not give him an herb to soothe his pain if it might kill him that implies that if it's not going to kill him he'll give him an herb and that herb will soothe the pain they had Mm -hmm. painkillers it's like people think the witchcraft like herb collection that they did was complete nonsense no it, it worked It's just you can't just like eat a leaf and it does the thing. That's what apothecarians are for. That's what the the quote unquote witches did and they brewed in their great big Mm kettles. It was it was medicine. Yeah, cough syrup is a potion.
1: Yeah. I mean, yes. And in short, currently and people are turning okay, because just recently, everybody's aware of what just recently happened, and you still have people blindly following what doctors are saying. And then you have other people that's gone completely to the other end that won't listen to a doctor for anything. It's a failure of the priests of healing. Oh, yeah. Because that's what they are. And, and if you're part of the medical, if you're a doctor or a nurse, somebody that gives care like that. And it doesn't even have to be a medical doctor or medical nurse. It can be, a, they're still nurses, but they take care of the the old people. Um, and, uh, the they used to be called annexes, but yes, the hospices, you're, you're still a, a healer of sorts. And a lot of these people have, they've turned cold and turned their back on what it is that they're supposed to be doing. There's a responsibility there.
0: Well, and it's something we actually brought up a long time ago when we were talking about the quote unquote cults for mm-hmm. lack of a better term and the healing cult. It's not just medicine. There is the healing of people. There's all these other things. And that actually used to be understood even by the medical professionals in old olden times that they weren't just about the physical healing. There was further elements to
1: it. Mm -hmm. Well, and there's we understand that there are good doctors. There are good nurses. There are good people in the medical profession, the medical industry. But they're they're disincentified from Doing things according to what the calling should be. And these things are, I don't know, they, they have to lease out building space. They, they work for a hospital and therefore they have uh, bureaucrats basically telling them what they can and can't do. And um, you, you need to push this medication because the, the hospital needs more money there's malpractice insurance that they have to pay there's a lot of
0: reasons oh yeah it's almost impossible for them to do house calls anymore except for the crazy rich yeah uh it's really hard a lot for of the th- more traditional healing is actually specifically for the rich now well that that's like most forms of education are traditionally for the rich now yeah so it, it's a whole thing and it's like for instance Uh, Doctors, They used to have the option if someone literally couldn't pay, they would just do it pro bono because Mm -hmm. it's their job. It's literally in the old oath they used to take. They don't take the same Hippocratic oath they used to anymore to actually just they can't deny help. But you still got the one from the 1960s up. Oh,
1: yeah. Which is it's far more modern. We wanted to read the the old one first. Actually, wasn't even going to read this this more modern version, but to show what they're supposed to be what the healers are supposed to be
0: well and this is 50 years old so it's changed even more since then well yeah because in some cases uh some doctors don't even have
1: to take an oath of we, any kind
0: much like how uh policemen no longer protect and serve in right. their oaths but on to the 1964 1964 version I swear to fulfill, to the best of my ability and judgment, this covenant. I will respect the hard-won scientific gains of those physicians in whose steps I walk, and gladly share such knowledge as is mine with those who are to follow. I will apply for the benefit of the sick all measures that are required, avoiding those twin traps of overtreatment and therapeutic nihilism. I will remember that there is art to medicine as well as science, and that warmth, sympathy, and understanding may outweigh the surgeon's knife or the chemist's drug. I will not be ashamed to say I know not, nor will I fail to call in my colleagues when the skills of another are needed for a patient's recovery. I will respect the privacy of my patients, for their problems are not disclosed to me that the world may know. Most especially must I tread with care in matters of life and death. If it is given me to save a life, all thanks, but it may also be within my power to take a life. This awesome responsibility must be faced with great humbleness and awareness of my own frailty. Above all, I must not play at God. I will remember that I do not treat a fever chart, a cancerous growth, but a sick human being whose illness may affect the person's family and economic stability. My responsibility includes these related problems. If I am to care adequately for the sick, I will prevent disease whenever I can, for prevention is preferable to cure. I will remember that I remain a member of society, with special obligations to all my fellow human beings, those sound of mind and body, as well as the infirm. If I do not violate this oath, may I enjoy life and art, respected while I lived and remembered with affection thereafter. May I always act so as to preserve the finest traditions of my calling, and may I long experience the joy of healing those who seek my help. And right there, if
1: doctors were even still following that one for the most part, things would still be better. But even in that version, you can hear where money starts becoming... A driving
0: factor, a driving factor to the point where they try to counteract it within the oath. And they actually removed the sacred element, even though actually I just thought of this. Doctors are one of the few professions where you have confidentiality with the individual you're in, much like Catholic priests with confession. Once upon a time, that is not so anymore. No, I don't even think
1: that's been killed in the last 15 years.
0: I think it also used to be a thing with lawyer client privilege.
1: And almost all of that has
0: been killed in the name of security. Well, and as much as people don't really like lawyers, lawyers are effectively supposed to be God uh, priests of gods of justice. They're yes. go- they're not even priests of gods of law anymore because they all try to skirt the law right. and do not. Well, not all. Do not mistake law and
1: justice. It's a different topic. But
0: well, and people used are to conflated. People used to know that even in the uh, relatively small sources we have from the Edic Pantheon. There is a god of justice in Tear, and there is a god of law in Forseti. These are two different deities. Mm -hmm. They don't even interact. Like they're so separate, there are no stories we still have where these two gods have interacted. Completely different things. And there,
1: there's for a while, and I believe it's still current. Some medical professionals don't even have to take take uh, an oath of any kind. But there are some doctors after this recent um, medical issue that are trying to get back. And and that one, I don't know if you have that one available or not right off right off hand, but you can hear where they're trying to take
0: in the, the social, the, the current modern social oh. bullshit. Oh, the oath of a medicus. And yeah. yeah, I do have it up. And the intent is good, but. Mm-hmm. Really, they'd actually be further off just going back to the original Hippocratic Oath. Yeah. In my opinion,
1: all of these, they should go back to the original Hippocratic Oath, which would directly actually mention God's names. Uh, like in the the one that you opened with, you, you picked one that didn't mention any gods specifically. But there's a lot of them that did mention very specific gods, oh, uh, including the people themselves.
0: Oh, yeah. Apollo, uh, Aslepius the Physician. Who is also an ascended god, who is also the ancestor of a lot of the cult of Aslepius, which were these doctors. Mm-hmm. Uh, Hygieia, goddess of hygiene and maintaining your health, and Panacea, the goddess of cures. Uh, and actually Hygieia is another goddess cuz we brought up uh asclepius's symbol was used for doctors hygia's symbol was used for chemists and uh pharmacists and uh, al- uh not alchemist well alchemists apothecarians there's many cool words I know that for it. there was one it was a bowl of water it, it it's a bowl and it has a snake and the story goes that what it is is Hygieia uh feeds the spirits of disease to her snakes
1: but, um, yeah, we, since we're reading these, might as well read this uh, this newest one, which is an attempt to get back to the older traditions because they realize their profession is on the line. Yes. And, and they're scrambling. I don't... Uh, here's my thing. I want to, to be optimistic and be like, oh, they're trying to bring their profession back to what it should be.
0: But honestly... I can't help but think that they're just trying to save their own asses. But Uh, I do think some of them are legitimate. Like we've actually seen some doctors that surprisingly admit like the best things you can do is diet, exercise, rest, basically just maintaining your health. The mm -hmm. best thing is to not get get outside and have
1: fun and spend time with your family. That's their
0: major recommendations. Oh, yeah. But this is the oath of a medicus. I think this was written either late last year or early this year. Um, And it's connected to the World Council for Health. I solemnly promise to apply regimens of treatment or recommendations to the best of my ability and judgment for the benefit of those in my care, while protecting them from harm and injustice. I promise to protect and enhance, through my best endeavors, the health and well-being of all humans in my care. I promise to respect the autonomy and dignity of all living beings. I promise to maintain the utmost respect for every human life. I promise to be honest and maintain the high standards of professional integrity. I promise to honor and respect my colleagues and to uphold the noble traditions of my profession. I promise to be diligent in advancing my professional knowledge and skills to benefit those I help and treat. I promise to attend to my own health and well-being in order to be able to provide care of the highest standard to others. I promise to protect the confidentiality and privacy of those for whom I have the privilege of caring. I promise to seek counsel or differently hi- of differently and highly skilled professionals were indicated for the benefit of those for whom I care. I promise never to discriminate against those for whom I care, including on the basis of age, race, gender, nationality, ethnicity, religion, or belief, political affiliation, sexual orientation, or social standing. I promise that I will neither treat anyone nor carry out any research on any human being without the valid informed consent of the subject or the appropriate lawful protector thereof. I promise that I will never use my expertise or medical knowledge to violate human rights or civil liberties even under threat to myself. I make these promises solemnly, freely, and upon my honor. So it's an attempt, and, and
1: I I applaud the attempt to get back to tradition, but you can hear the corruption of the modern in it. And really, I understand why a lot of things are done the way that they are done now. And it's not that modern medicine sucks. Oh, no, no, we we have amazing medical ability. It's the way that it's used. But things like x-ray, CAT scans, MRIs, oh, wonderful things. But really, they, they use a lot of excuses to make multi-billionaires. And many of them are from the medical industry as opposed to it being a holy
0: pursuit well, it's like we said, it's an industry now, and especially the pharma pharmacy system, like the, the, the big pharma, as people call it, because they're straight up trying to find cures for things that aren't illnesses. Like here, we will cure your baldness. Baldness isn't an illness. It can be a symptom of an illness, but it usually isn't. It usually actually indicates a male mm. is healthy or restless leg syndrome, which maybe there are people with legitimate restless leg syndrome. I'm kind of doubtful. <laughs> Not a doctor, like I Here's said. Here's the cure for most restless leg syndrome. Get up and go for a walk. Walk your, your muscles will twitch miles. and whatnot,
1: but that's your muscles growing. Once you walk enough and the muscles get strong enough, they stop twitching.
0: Yes. So
1: for most people. And, of course, for legal reasons, not a doctor. Yeah, for legal reasons, we're not a doctor. Blah, blah, blah. All that all that
0: mumblies. But, like, for instance. mumblees, I like that both of us have had good doctors and we've had bad doctors. I was treated for something for like 20 years and then I had a doctor that took a look at my chart looked at me and basically said, yeah, you don't have this. hmm And that was... And that was the end of that. Pretty much. It, it just
1: took one doctor to actually stop and look rather than just be like, oh, this is a cash cow
0: out of a good handful of doctors, some of which were quite notable. Well, and there are so many misdiagnoses or... I mean, it's a whole thing and it, it it's a whole topic in and of itself. But mm-hmm. the main thing is, is these are supposed to be what we subconsciously consider holy men.
1: Yeah. Well, and they, they use the excuse for the way that they do things of, well, America is the country that comes up with all of the the medical advancement, so on and so forth. OK, then why are we paying the most mm-hmm. and why is it hardest for us to get the the why, why can we not just go into the damn hospital whenever we, we have a little bitty boo-boo and not have to start doing massive math? Or, or in some cases, it's don't even go. It's like, fuck it, don't take me. I can't afford to go, and we'll lose our house if I go. What, why are these even things? Where in other countries, okay, here's one. Went to the doctor. I got a boo-boo. The pain medicine... For the boo boo was twenty-five dollars. The antibiotic for the boo boo was five hundred dollars. No insurance. I have to make the call. Do I get the antibiotic, or do I get the painkiller so I can deal with the pain until my body can take care of, hopefully, can take care of the infection? Well, I made the choice of the painkiller and just dealt, did home remedies for the infection.
0: Well, it's like uh, Why is this a thing. It shouldn't be a thing. Well, it's like 40 bucks for a Band-Aid. Like, uh, what was it? There was actually a story. Some woman found out she got charged 40 bucks for a Band-Aid. And the doctor's like, well, what are you going to do? Give us back the Band-Aid? And woman went, bought a whole thing of Band-Aids, brought it back and said, here, I'd like. It was like 40 bucks per Band-Aid. So she's like, here, I, here's my payback at plus change. Yeah. And legally, that's not allowed. Uh, so even if
1: the doctor was willing, he couldn't do that. It's there's so many things in the way. And I I like to think that there's a lot of medical professionals that would actually like to run hospitals like temples where it's off from donations, donations. And just like because billions of dollars are donated to the medical industry every year. Where does the money go?
0: Yes. Well, it's like. um, What is it again? But like you 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 actually grew up in an area that had a doctor that at least as yes, long as Dr. he Dr. Gibson. Yeah, he tried to do things pro bono. His and he, money was no good in that town. And not because it not because he was no good, but because nobody would let him pay for anything. Yeah. Everyone would either people would sneak and pay his electric bill for him, sneak and pay for everything or just not charge him. Yeah. Like, oh no, that coffee's on the house. Mhm. So it's not that a sacred a sacred role would make the doctors poor. Like the cult of Aslepius, the, the priests of Aslepius, were some of the richest people, but they were never paid. They were just given gifts. Not and directly. Even, and even if it wasn't money, like let's say you're given eggs, but eventually you have so many eggs, you can then give the eggs away again. Or, or sell the eggs. Sell the eggs, give the eggs away, whatever. But eventually you have, it's like, I can't eat 500 eggs. Yeah. Even all 12 doctors here at this specific temple of Aslepius Cannot eat all these eggs in time. Right. Or clothes or, or whatever. It, it doesn't Firewood. matter. Firewood. And that's the thing is these people become so respected because they're so valued in the community. It's why like one of the things we thought of is like let's say you have a small town that needs a doctor. Why wouldn't why would why not have the doctor's uh, clinic and his room and board basically be uh, covered much like modern priests. I mean I'm not a fan of that way of setting up for the Christian religion but hey if it's going to exist we might as well take advantage Mm -hmm. of it and then on top of that the doctor doesn't have to live there like he can choose to live somewhere else but something simple like that would cover would uh remove so many of the operating costs Mm -hmm. just for the business and granted that's not going to have any interest for people that's doing it for
1: uh, gets into the uh, medical industry solely for the money but then I'm, I'm in question of should they actually be involved in medical industry? Well,
0: because there are people that... like I, I understand there's people that have to, to pay the bills. Oh, yeah. Like, I'm not a don't pay them sort of person. But at the same time, it's like if you get into something where you are inherently supposed to be doing selfless acts for money... There's a problem, whereas a lot of people that would like to do this for a selfless act are kept out because it's so expensive to get a degree. And people are increasingly admitting those eight years of doctor school, medical school, they're pretty much pointless mm-hmm. because by the time you get out, there's a lot of leading
1: doctors saying that now.
0: Yeah. And surgeons. It's because it's by the time you're out of medicine, what you learned in your first two years was pretty much pointless. And then you can only really learn most of the stuff on the job anyway. Mm hmm. Which is something,
1: fortunately, the medical industry is starting to push for is an apprentice system rather than a school system.
0: Well, and you'd also get, like, the mythic doctors, the one that discovers the leading, I don't know, uh, surgical tool. Mm -hmm. So then he goes around and teaches it. Or the grand adventure doctor who goes off to southern Brazil and discovers a plant that cures toothache or something.
1: Right. I mean, what we'd like like to see and what should be there's a lot of things that would have to change to make it possible but if as a society we could get things back to the way that they should be then that doesn't do away with medical discovery and um, uh, like these res- the medical research it doesn't do away with medical research it kind of separates it but it's it's still possible under this more uh, I guess holy way of doing it. Where it's, it's a responsibility to the people. And the research would still happen because there was research way back when. I mean, in the first um,
0: in the first Hippocratic Oath that you read, it mentions research. Oh, yeah. Because that's kind of the point is you keep learning so you can do this job better, whether it's surgery, whether it's medicine. And then sharing that knowledge. So if you have,
1: let's say, 50 medical temples and each one is getting too many chicken eggs to the point where they start selling the chicken eggs. But they don't actually need the money there because they're getting enough donations and everything else to actually pay for everything. Then why would what would stop them from working together for a research facility? Well, and that's also some of their best and brightest, like the best and brightest like, dude, you are the best at this. We all you have passed on your skills, so now you can go research this other thing that you've been wanting to research for years.
0: Well, and it's even covered in the Hippocratic oath. If I get wealth or fame, I will help share it with the people who are also doctors, these Mm -hmm. other people, and they'll pay it forward and teach more. And that's just the cult of Asclepius, which is just... That was actually a minor cult. I thought when when it was first brought up, I thought it was a
1: major cult. No, no, that was actually one of the minor cults.
0: Well, and then you have uh, up north, you have other gods like Ire, the best of leeches, which is just an old English, old Scandinavian-esque word for doctor, basically. You have Miok, you have uh, Diaconnect, which I'm butchering that name, Airmed, et cetera, et cetera. One of, the, one of my favorite things, actually, when you start digging into pagan medicine is there is a really pagan thing that's still done in a lot of hospitals, which is the uh, therapy dog. The dog that goes around and, like, comforts people. Mm-hmm. That's really old. They did that it, in both. Well, like, there's this whole thing about the dogs. Is there for um, They would put
1: herbs in the water, and then the dogs would drink the water, and then the dogs would lick the wounds, and it applies uh, antibiotic. Honestly, that's up in the air on if that it, was ever actually a thing but definitely it would work as a comfort animal to keep the patients calm, to keep their
0: their spirits up. Well, it's what they're used for now, and here's the thing. I wouldn't doubt it that they did do the whole in-the-water thing, but it was less so that the do- dog could sanitize the wounds. And, and more, more to sanitize the dog's mouth. Yeah, because there there's a lot of germs in,
1: a, in mouths. Mm-hmm. Especially from an animal that licks its own stuff. Yes. Oh, yeah, we're uncensored on here. Licks its own ass. And, Ass and, and cock and balls. Ball. And, and eat shit. Yeah, you kind of want to sanitize that if because people are going to let it lick them because we're hyperboreans. It's what we do.
0: Oh, yeah. Uh, the other races get a bit weirded out that we yeah. let the dogs but, well, do that. And
1: some of our people, that's a little bit more removed from our nature. nature. But in general, yeah, we'll let the dogs do that. So you, you give the dogs medicine in their water to sanitize their mouth at least a little bit and the, then let them do doggy things.
0: Well, they also had um, snakes. Which actually snakes and dogs show up a lot throughout medical cults. Like they also. Oh, snakes, dogs,
1: um, horses, and cows. Oh, and sheep. Because there's all kinds of stuff that medicine that you can make from them, whether it's their urine, their feces. Yes, antibiotics are made from cow urine. Uh, Specifically, I think it's uh, pregnant cow urine. I learned that actually from a, um, uh, what are those people? They raise cattle. They're uh, rancher From a rancher. Yeah, whenever and he raised cattle to make more cattle. So whenever his his heifers, the females, were pregnant, he'd put these special diapers on them to collect their urine, and then he'd sell that to pharm- pharmaceutical companies because
0: they would make antibiotics out of it. Well, the heifer is the cow before it has babies, so at that either point, way, the, it's a cow. the the pregnant cow. Yes, uh, and yeah, uh, that's that. that Animals get involved. Gardening gets involved. It's a multifaceted thing, and there's a reason that people start specializing. It's like I can either be a okay at everything or I can get really good at diagnosis. I can get really good at relaxation. I can get really good at diet. I can get really good at surgery. Apothecary. Apothecary. That's a whole nother thing mm-hmm. because here's the thing is... Well, the er- a lot of these places,
1: they had entire grounds, like entire complexes.
0: Oh, yeah, like the... A lot of the depictions of the Cult of Asclepius is basically a large garden. They had a pool with which people would bathe because get clean. And then they'd go in and they'd sleep so that the gods could come to them in their dreams, quote unquote. I think that was basically just a whole lie your ass down and go to sleep so you can rest. Because
1: there's a lot of issues that people have healed people by following that rule where what's wrong? Okay, you're not sick to your stomach. Eat this. Just lay down or go take a shower. Lay down or take a bath, and then lay down, and just let's see what happens. And then the next day they get up and they're like, "I feel great." I don't know what you put in that food. Absolutely nothing. Nothing. There's just food. And the cult of Asclepius, that was like their intro thing. There's a lot of things that can be be healed. Because they're not sick in that way. No, they're just worn out. Yeah, They're worn out, they need rest, they need nourishment. Honestly, I think it's the most common illness that we have in the modern day is
0: just being worn out. Well, it's like the most common drug people are addicted to nowadays is caffeine. Mm-hmm. Because we basically run on it. There are people that if they didn't have that, they would pretty much just collapse. Oh yeah. I mean, there's a lot of people
1: that talk about when they when they cut out caffeine, um, one, they sleep a lot. They get massive headaches. They're, but they, they sleep a lot at first. And then they get rested. And then they're like, oh, and I feel better than I've ever felt before. Well, yes, because now you're actually resting. But you didn't change just the caffeine. You actually ended up changing the entire structure of your life so that you could rest. It's also one of the most common things espoused by strongmen and uh, bodybuilders and whatnot. They're like, do not
0: undervalue rest. Well, and in the modern day, it's not just rest that's a problem. We've actually brought this up before. People are convinced, like, for instance, their body hair is not good for Mm -hmm. them. They're convinced that they should be really skinny. So you... have all these guys that if they just start They're like eating, skinny fat yeah and if they just start eating they put on 30 pounds of fat and muscle because their body's been trying to get them there forever but like they eat weeks. like they eat like elves right like Keebler
1: elves like nobody should be able to gain 30 pounds in two weeks that the happened only to way really to, to gain that kind of weight that fast is to be extremely underweight but i'm fat See, I can pinch.
0: His, no, that's skin. That's extra skin. That happened to me. I thought I was obese. And then you pointed out, dude, I can see your skull. Mm-hmm. And then I, I just started eating not even that much more, just more than I usually did. I gained 30 pounds, mostly muscle.
1: And, and just a couple of weeks, it was insane. And there's a lot of our people that's in this position. But there's also because of the way our people are, there's also the opposite end of that
0: spectrum. Where they're fat as fuck. Oh, yeah. It's our people are people of extremes. And right now everyone's trending Timon or Mm Pumbaa. And a lot of what it is, is it's the mental health component. I don't disagree when people say the mental health is problematic, but giving people a bunch of buzzwords ain't helping. It's probably one of the leading issues.
1: And they they convince themselves that they're sick to the point that they become sick. And again, not a medical professional. We're just looking at the way that it used to be treated
0: by, say, the the cult of Asclepius, which there's a lot of writing on it. Which is why we keep talking about it. There were many healing cults across Europe. Asclepius is just the most well-documented.
1: And they themselves mentioned that they was amongst one of the minor ones because there was bigger ones that was uh, um, associated directly with Apollo or uh, directly with these other healing cults. And some um specifically for surgery. And the Cult of Asclepius, I found in some of the writings would work what's that it's like in tandem but it's not in tandem um but would work hand in hand with some of these surgical cults because the uh, the Cult of Aslepius itself wasn't surgical. But if somebody required surgery, they would recommend or or get a um somebody from the the surgical cults to
0: actually be involved. Well, it's It's actually something that, like, it's going to sound weird, and again, not a doctor, but there are uh, therapists that have legitimately recommended to people, not myself, but to people, to just get a whore because they just need sex. Mm -hmm. Like, you're depressed. It's because you need to get laid.
1: Yeah. You need to feel or at least an hour that somebody cares
0: and it's not the the crack whores it's like the escorts yeah. it's the um. we've actually brought this up in previous podcasts like uh, and really we shouldn't need that no but, but... it's understandable it's like she be coming around the mountain that use that's about a prostitute there's mm-hmm. prostitutes throughout our folklore sad uh, some people would get kind of uncomfortable with that but Venus or Aphrodite or there were various gods whose whose devotees were quite literally what a lot of people would consider prostitutes or escorts. Right. But And, and don't
1: confuse that like you're saying with the, the $2 crack whore. No, 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 no,
0: no. More burlesque dancer or high class escort. Mm-hmm. Like uh, the companion from uh, Firefly. Firefly. That's pretty accurate. It's affection. And nobody the forced them. Nobody forced them. And you could not just pay for sex. Yeah, but, what you paid for was company, and then sex was optional. Yeah, with I mean, those ones. I mean, there are always the dime store whores. Like uh, in old school, I think it was Greece or Rome. There was Rome. The, they would have uh, sandals that had penis imprints. I'm so when they walked sure on the beach, was Rome, and
1: it shows up in Greece, but it's because Greece and it's a complicated. But it, history. it's
0: it's all these various cults, religious groups, whatever term is most comfortable to use. They'd work together. I mean, there were there were some that people didn't like. Like, mm-hmm. even though uh, Dionysus is one of the ones I quite like, uh, it had a bit of a reputation with a lot of the other cults.
1: Well, and there's... Was there corruption back then? Sure as shit, I guarantee you. I did, I, just, just
0: look at the Greek and Roman government systems. Yeah,
1: you know that... It doesn't even have to be documented. You know that there was corruption involved in some of these some of these places times people so on and so forth however in general what we're talking about is the general approach that was taken which is these were priests of healing and we need to get back to that and lay that responsibility at the feet of our healers because now it's turned into well i'm i'm just doing my job yeah i know this thing that that I'm being told to put inside of your body or to tell you to take as poison, but I'm do- just doing my job. I'll get fired if I don't do it. Why are these people being put in this position? Or Why uh, are they lie allowing about, themselves Lie to about
0: why someone died. Like yeah. the whole with COVID versus of COVID yeah. death certificates. And that's a whole thing because a lot of it is the way things are built up. It's like uh, we did the podcast Neighborhoods. Mm-hmm. small changes have big impacts and it works the other way too you enforce a few bad rules and everything can go to shit from there right you start promoting positives things can have a cascading positive effect and i'm just doing my job is one of the is
1: one of the quickest ways to piss me the fuck off
0: i'm just doing my job man yeah it's but same with it's unacceptable same i don't with
1: care military uh, lawyers police the, police uh, firemen you can you can make widgets and if you're just like, I'm just doing my job, I am instantly angry. I don't care what the job is. Well, it's
0: like there's that Rick and Morty scene. I'm just doing my job. And, and I lo- love it. it. While he's, you know, shooting people. That's the thing is a lot of them, when they say I'm just doing my job, right behind it that they don't say audibly but, and loving it. And that's probably why
1: I get so angry is because I can sense that. And um, it's just
0: completely infuriating. There were giant tribunals and uh court cases after major wars that said just doing my job and following orders was not a valid
1: excuse. Yes. Uh, I'm sure everybody listening knows exactly what that is. And here's the thing is it would one of our goals would be to get our people to move the medical the industry out of the medical industry and bring it back to the healing arts to, to just medicine.
0: make it a sacred act again
1: right and we we need to figure out a way to make it so that which quite frankly a lot of laws need to go away
0: it's not creating
1: new laws it's removing laws so that it can actually get back to this the sacred act of healing
0: well a lot of it is also personal responsibility because Mm -hmm. like there was a guy he's recommending we start putting you know the the g through r movie ratings on books so that the, the PG-13 and the R-rated oh, yeah, movies. some moves.
1: senator from Florida or something.
0: Yeah, and I, I understand why he's doing that. You have these books. It's well-intentioned, but yeah. it's going
1: to be a fucking train wreck.
0: Oh, yeah. Like, he wants it so he can just keep, you know, books that teach kids to perform fellatio out of the schools, which is understandable. But it's, again, it's an example of our people's extreme nature. We, we've gone so far left, we're starting to see the pendulum swing to the right, and it'll go even further than the left and be even worse. And it will be just as corrupted. Yes, because
1: I understand why this guy wants that law. It's for a very noble reason. But again, law and justice have nothing to do with each other. And law always gets corrupted.
0: Name one law ever in all of history that did not get twisted. Well, it's like G through R. The rating is pointless. They get random people to do it. And and there are G rated movies that some people are like, how is this G? This should be like PG-13 or R. And there are R rated movies where people are like, how is this not PG? Yeah, the, the rating system's complete trash. And it, it would be this it's meaningless. Well, and it's because people don't want the personal responsibility of instead of just seeing, oh, it says PG. It's fine. It's like just like politics mm-hmm. R versus D. I don't need to research the candidate. I just vote for the right group. Right. Well, and it's like we
1: advocate for homeschooling. We understand there's some people that are in a position where this is impossible or nearly impossible. However, that doesn't stop us from advocating for homeschooling. And there's there's ways to work around it. Like, part of it is actually having a community, uh, whether it's it's family members or neighbors or whatever, and working out schedules. There's ways around it, but it does actually require community. It's it's like everything in, in um, ethnic faith.
0: It requires community. community and personal responsibility. Yes, and that that's two of the things that are missing. It's well, it, it's why we can't have nice things. Personal responsibility,
1: personal authority those two things get mentioned, probably 10% of our
0: audience just dropped off as soon as I said those things. They just run away in fear. We understand that there are some situations where you just can't do things. Like last podcast we did was soul. We advocated people should try to get more local, try to get things that have a bit more soul in them. We also understand that this is incredibly hard in some areas. It's not impossible. Oh, yeah. Because, like, we were talking, like, what if people just only bought American-made things? Is that even physically possible with how the system's set up now? Like, would you be able to feed yourself, clothe yourself with how things are going? Even if... You
1: can't buy a pair of jeans. Oh, yeah. well uh, It's impossible. You can get jeans that's sewn in America, but we don't produce denim here
0: there you there is a small business but they might have closed down but like pretty much every denim mill is gone there was like one left in America I think it was in Texas but like yeah it's almost gone if not completely like mm-hmm. the most icon well one of the most iconic American uh, clothing isn't even made in America mm-hmm. it's like American flags most of them are made in China but calling, calling uh,
1: doctors nurses what not priests of healing i am not being facetious it's the same thing as talking to some of our friends and explaining explaining to him because he's a father and a husband you are the priest of your family you might not want to be but you are it doesn't matter what you want well it's like you are responsible for the physical and spiritual and mental emotional well-being of your family you are the guide it's why priests took the name of father. Yes.
0: Or brother. They're, they're trying I mean, to insert granted, He Granted,
1: he picked it up and he took off running with it with, yes, I got responsibility and, and was glad with it. But
0: a lot of people are scared of it. Don't be scared of it. Well, I've actually gone around and, like, thanked some of our artist friends for making art with spirit, with soul. Because especially with the AI art, people are like, well, AI art's here to stay. Old art is dead. AI won. Art is not just pretty pictures. If that was the case, art would have died out a long time ago. Yeah. It's not just pretty pictures. There has to be a spirit there. There's, it's more
1: than that. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, because there's all kinds of pretty pictures that people just don't like, and they're, they're technically good, but they just don't speak to people, and it's because they just don't have enough spirit in them. But to stay on target is if you work in the, in the medical profession, in the medical industry, understand Want to be or not, you are a priest of healing and take that responsibility and authority on with responsibility. I understand that there's going to be things that you just cannot do because you will end up in prison or losing your license, but do what you can do. Let them let your patients know how you're bound because a lot of people I'm odd. I ask a lot of questions. I see something and I have to ask questions and Questions and questions and questions and I listen to the answers and I argue too. But
0: a lot of people don't realize the shackles that's been put on our healers. Well, and it's like whether or not you want them to, people will treat you with deference or reverence, or if they've been burned enough, they will treat that's the word I was looking for way earlier. Oh yeah. But if they've been burned enough, they might go the exact opposite Mm -hmm. route. Because if you truly care and respect someone and you get burned and disappointed too many times, you will start to have a negative reaction.
1: Well, and there's a lot of our healers, too, that their egos like and um, at least one of those, I think, is, again, the the first um, Hippocratic Oath that you read. It did mention their egos getting inflated. And there are a lot of people in the medical profession who have inflated egos.
0: Be careful not to be one of those. Well, and doctors are a fairly common uh, hero, actually, Mm -hmm. in uh, history and folklore. Like, for instance, um, I think the guy that wrote the Kalevala down, he was actually a doctor. Oh, You have the doctor from Doctor Who. We
1: want to love our doctors. We want to love our healers. But let's be honest, a lot of them are extremely unlovable.
0: Yeah, and I mean, not that prickly unlovable like House from the TV show or whatever, but like just straight up, they come off like people that we wouldn't really like. They're so ego-driven,
1: and and it's it's just not a good look. It's not. And there are good
0: healers out there, but there are more bad ones. Well, it's like a lot of things we talk about. There are good teachers out there, but we tend to have a fairly negative view of that profession with modern cultural trends. Mm Mm-hmm. And it's the same with Well, it's easy to give them things. the excuse of they're bound by the rules, which they are. But they're not as bound as a lot of them think they are. Well, and here's the thing is Hyperboreans have uh, always treated rules more like guidelines. So uh, we're more than happy to sort of dance around and find loopholes. Mm-hmm. So that's kind of where yeah. our, na- our nature comes in to well, work against the, the corruption. If you're
1: a true believer, if you're a true priest of healing, you, are, you will be willing to risk and to risk all to do what's right, otherwise you're not. It's just that simple. It's the same way for somebody that believes in justice. They are willing to risk everything to execute justice or they're they're just they're not.
0: Well, it's like people that actual warriors are different from just soldiers or just mm-hmm. fighters. Uh, People that actually were like the people that bury the dead or the people that tend the corpses so that they can be buried properly. All these things, whether you want to be or not, there is a sacred element to this role almost instinctively. Like you've actually talked to people who uh, they tend uh, graveyards Mm -hmm. and you pointed out this is a sacred role within our people. And they actually started taking immense pride in actually taking really good care. Of the graveyard.
1: Yeah. Immaculate care and because they was doing it before out of respect for the dead and they never stopped doing it out of respect for the dead but then they came to realize what their role was for the living and there was a couple of them that realized their role there was more
0: for the living than for the dead well and that's another thing that the rules have sort of broken cuz you used to be able to visit and sleep on graves it used mm-hmm. to be a traditional halloween to see if grandma or grandpa or anyone in your family would come to stirring. visit your dreams yeah. And it it's all these things. It's why we say it, it's the goal is not to add more laws. It's to start taking the dumb ones away. Mm-hmm. Like don't get, you can't bathe the bear on Friday or no beards may be grown within this county. Well, and here's
1: mm-hmm. the thing is pe- there's some people think those laws won't be uh, enforced and they're not currently in general, but not to get political, but everybody knows that we're headed towards a full on tyranny. Those laws will be enforced. Oh, yeah. Any d- laws on record will be enforced. Oh, yeah. How dare you use a band aid without a license? Yes. Or
0: uh, wear red shoes on Sunday. Whatever the stupid local rules are. Oh, gosh, you wore white after Labor Day. The fashion police and the actual police are coming for you. Yeah. The days are coming, and, and we have to come to
1: understand who we are as a people. Why is it that we're. Why are medical shows so popular on TV? It's because in many ways what we're watching is our, our gods. They're not really our gods. That's not what I'm saying. I'm being hyperbolic, I, I believe it is. But that's what we're watching is we're watching our priests and our gods interact and they're saving people and it's a, it's a higher calling. We've all used these terms or at least heard them. It's a higher calling to be called to medicine. Well, yeah, it, it is a noble thing to try and save people and to ease people's pain. There's certain things I disagree with, even in the uh, original. Um, Hippocratic Oath. Hippocratic Oath, but it's because of my background and my training, like the the part about I won't ease their suffering, even if it causes their death.
0: I disagree with that. Well, and apparently a lot of doctors did, too, because like we've talked about how in the Civil War, if someone was just going to suffer until they basically died horribly doctor would just pull out a pistol and shoot him in some cases other cases they'd
1: break their neck or OD them with drugs if they had that and that that's it might even still occur but it's a dirty secret of the triage the triage doctor and honestly it shouldn't in my opinion be off the table because there is suffering and then there is suffering and
0: yeah anyways that's a personal thing with me and of course we have to repeat we are yeah, not I'm doctors not doctor. or medical professionals and all that mummbalies and the main thing to always take home when it comes to these sorts of things is that whether or not you want to be, there are instinctive sacred elements to a lot of what we mm-hmm. do and medicine and healing is one of the most important one of the most instinctual reverence we have. Mm. We hold doctors on a pedestal, and it's only recently it's getting knocked down. And like a lot of things, I don't necessarily think that's a good thing.
1: Well, and actually, just thinking about it, and we're, we're towards the end. we got, I don't know, five, ten minutes left. But um, this is actually a good subject, an easy subject to broach ethnic faith with um, non-ethnic faith followers with universalists is, is medicine. And start talking about the the traditional ways of how medicine was done, like why it is that even if these people are mad at their doctors, they still have this utmost respect. And it's an easy way to broach it is yes, these used to be our of set of our priests. They there used to be healing gods, and these were the priests, and this was their responsibility. And all of that has been pissed away in the name of profit. You'd be amazed how many people will immediately be like, what, huh?
0: Tell me more of this. Well, it's like a lot of the witches or Wicca or whatever the, in the old school. They were herbalists. They were apothecarians. They were healers. They were the, the local individual. Right. Who know Try how...
1: not to use the word w- witch, but when somebody else uses it, and it's because of the social stigma. But if somebody else uses the word witch, you can be like, well, do you know what witches actually were?
0: Well, and that's the important thing. It's one of the reasons they get so irritated when people use the word witch. I'm like, you have no idea the baggage and responsibility that role mm-hmm. came with. And it's it's more complicated even than that. Like, for instance, everybody knows the witch's hat. The witch's hat is, there's various ideas, but one of the most common is it came from brewists, uh, the, the brewer, the brewer, the brewsters, the yes. female the brewsters. brewsters. Yeah. Uh, they, uh, they used to use herbs to brew because even beer used to be made with herbs it wasn't just yeah, hops Groot? and barley it it was a mixture of herbs that had a I specific flavor a lot less xenoestrogens that you get from modern day hops and hops right. is a traditional european herb for sleep yes but they used to and wear speci- for women and estrus i think is the other one that was used for oh yeah we and again all these herbs that are in traditional european things they worked you just needed a certain concentration which is why you didn't just pop it in your mouth or something right. sometimes you had to remove stuff that's why you had things like eye of newt and tail of bat is it was nicknames for the plant parts so they could remember them right and sometimes literal plants
1: oh yeah and it's so not like the nicknames like sometimes there's a literal name for
0: for some of these plants and that's the thing is there's all these elements throughout history throughout culture we've been denied our own heritage we're just catching up medically to what we have now
1: the only place that i think and it's it's honestly it's it's a suspicion because I can't prove it, but I'm pretty positive. I'd bet money on it. The only place really that we're ahead, X-rays, CTs, CT scans, and um, MRIs. Other than that, I don't. I, I think that we're honestly just now starting to catch up because, like the the using moving water to heal to heal broken bones to heal injured muscles, they're now starting to. Rather than setting you in a cool living river, which we've mentioned before in other podcasts in passing, um, and you set them in a certain way so that the, the cool moving water, it massages the, the muscles and it takes out the, the, um, the inflammation, encourages blood flow, so on and so forth. Well, now they have a water pump and a thing that they strap around you and it just flows
0: water through that area so it's an artificial river yeah it's an artificial river well and here's the thing is like uh to use another pop culture example the show castlevania Mm -hmm. where uh dracula's wife gets killed because she's doing medicine all dracula did and taught her was the old pagan traditions carried forth he he was basically just maintaining the old traditions before the church came and she got killed for that and this has happened they rebrand herbalism as witchcraft like uh your family actually came over Well, and over then here. they turned around
1: and uh, rebranded it as um, chemistry. But, yes, my family got chased out of uh, Ireland. That's actually why my family ended up. Over here is my great-grandfather broke his leg, and it, his femur, and it was like a week or so later. He was walking around in the village, and they all
0: got accused of witchcraft. And the people that were able to live through that uh, in ho- yeah, horrible there, tragedy. There's a
1: grand story of escape and and murder and intrigue. killing and intrigue. Yes, it's it's a grand it's a grand story, but they was accused. Well, because the only witchcraft would allow him to be able to walk so soon after such a massive injury, because God or something. But yeah, they was accused of witchcraft. A lot of this stuff was rebranded as witchcraft. Then when it was found out to be true. They don't give credit to our old ancestors. They credit them as new discoveries and call it chemistry.
0: Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And they, they yeah. They, so they, it, they skip 1,500 years or whatever? Well, basically, it's something people have brought up is we lost a lot of information. And it wasn't just mythology and folklore that we lost during these, the 2,000 years of Christianity. It was also just straight-up knowledge.
1: Right. Well, and some of it actually made it all the way through. On the side, you know, like the, the the witch in Appalachia who lives in the backside mountain and she has all of her special herbs and and the bones hanging up to scare the shit out of people and it, yeah, some of it made it made it all the way through, but they're still shat upon for some reason, even if the thing that they're doing actually works, which I cannot legally say yes, that's fine because of laws. Well, I mean, and actually, even on the uncensored, we're still censored. Oh yeah just because of reality and the because mumblies, some the fool out there goes out there and does something stupid and say well they, they don't they
0: told me on hyperborean radio it was good to do this you have to stop and think for yourselves stop and think for yourself and of course disclaimer make sure you talk to a medical professional yes but, but um and it's actually something that i've brought up before is the pagans would actually deliberately play up occasionally the satanic or demonic stereotypes like mm-hmm. there are actually records of the pagans playing up the idea they were demon worshippers to keep the christians at bay because if the christians are scared shitless of the people going up to the mountain to basically just have a picnic mm-hmm. then they're not about to get you know burnt at the stake it's also why a lot of them would start wearing masks or why monsters showed up in certain areas yeah because there was no
1: monster and so sure in some cases there's probably monsters but It's also known in other areas. Monsters were made up. Disguises was given to scare people out of the area. Oh, yeah. It's just the way that is. It's historically documented that this was done on occasion. That's not saying don't believe in, I don't know, Bigfoot or the Mothman or whatever. Honestly, I don't care. Yes. No. It's wonderful if they do. It's okay if they don't. I don't give a shit. It's an interesting. It's an interesting idea. But there are still times where tom the the farmer might have put on his costume his goat-headed costume and then go running through the forest because it scared the shit out of people and kept them out of out of the area so that his grandmother who is a healer didn't get burned as a witch
0: scooby-doo is pagan apparently yes (laughs) but it's um and actually it's not even it's a lot of what it comes down to is they would just play into the Christian misinterpretation Mm -hmm. like uh, the dogmen of Michigan they're actually uh, considered protectors they're usually tied to families they're actually given gifts by people in the rural areas but they're played up in by the people in the cities but yeah in the rural areas yeah they're basically revered yeah and what it is is it's the city mindset of like history channel and whatever versus the people that actually experience these traditions just like the church can get people riled up against surgery against running water to heal bones against herbalism and medicine and just rest simply by vilifying it mm. and it's been going on for a long time and it works the other way too playing up something horrible as good it's a good thing right
1: mm. well and hopefully we can get enough people to become curious about who we are as a people that we can start getting things like medicine back to what it once was a a holy uh, a sacred sacred a sacred responsibility Let, let's roll with that one a sacred responsibility to the people themselves where money isn't a an side and here's the thing i know some people always going to panic well nobody will pay you will be surprised you would be surprised at how much money is given away every day in this country uh, uh anyways yeah we're just about there so i'm going to end with that and i'm going to say see you guys next week is there anything that
0: you wanted to end with well, I'll say this. A lot of people say medicine and medical care and healing is a human right. And while I won't disagree with that, I will actually add this. Medicine, healing, is a sacred right. R-I-T-E. And with that, lorekeepers Keepers out.